All right, so the time has come for you to get a day job. Okay. You're living out in L.A. You had uh, some savings. Um, yeah. You burned through them, though. Okay. Uh, you spend most of it on uh, bumper cars. <sighs> Bumpies? You, yeah, you get really in to playing bumpies again. Like you are, you join like an, an adult league. An adult bumper car league. Yeah. That it's, fucking it, sucks, man. You guys, you guys call yourself the bumper bros. No. You have shirts made. It says uh, bumper bros. So on the back in quotes, it says. I've got your back. If you've got mine. Ugh. None of you remember which one of you said it. But somebody definitely did. Yeah, and they meant it, dude. That sucks. So, so basically, bad. what you guys, what the, what the bumper bros do is they go uh, from you know amusement park to amusement park, just you know taking on the town's best uh, you know bumpers, just fucking up kids and stuff. Dude, you guys are on a hot streak. Okay, we're good. You guys are incredible. The only problem is that it's kind of an expensive thing to do. So eventually, you kind of you know. Burned through a lot of it. You guys entered this uh, tournament, uh, and it was called uh, the Bumper Car Masters. And basically, what would happen is uh, there was like a two thousand dollar prize if you won. Yeah, how many people were we splitting that up between? Um, five people. There's you. There's a guy uh, you just call Cabbage. There's uh, a, a guy named uh, Chuck Rains. There's uh, this lady named uh, Melody Saxfoot. And the last, the last one is this dude named uh, uh, Augustus Caesar. And so uh, you guys go around and again, you, you battle the different teams and stuff. And you just like burn through your fucking savings dude and uh you kind of why why am i doing that that's fucking stupid because you get a charge out of playing bumpies dude so i'm not like i don't have like limitless wealth yeah and uh another yeah and of course there was also the incident what the fuck are you talking about You uh, killed your friend's girlfriend? Who? Uh, Danny Palumbo started seeing this woman named Megan First. God, I'll never hear the end of this. And uh, what happened was you guys were all hanging out. uh, And uh, you were talking about like bumpies and stuff like that. And you go, you know, I kind of think it'd be kind of fun if we just went out and I could just kind of show you, you know, what I'm into. And Danny's like, "Eh, yeah, I guess so, Brooksy. And then uh, his, his girlfriend, Megan First, is like, ah, I don't know. I'm not really much of a, you know, bumper car enthusiast. And then you start, like, getting very irate. And, you're, and you go, I want to play bumpies. And she goes, all right, fine. And so you, you kind of feel a little foolish, but you're like, ah, oh, whatever. Why am I being such an asshole? Why am I doing that? Uh, you haven't eaten yet, so you're kind of in a mood. Yeah, but like that's not something. That's not a Snickers moment, Pat. That's like doing like that's mean and cool. Well, so, well, you read you were you're doing like this new diet, uh, 
called the Cool Guy Diet. And uh, what happened was you misread what, what one of the things said. So instead of fasting uh, for three hours, you've, you've been fasting for three days. So you're, you know, a little, I don't want to say on edge, but you know what I mean. And so yeah. you guys, so finally, you know, you, you start crying a little bit and they decide, all right, fine. We'll go to the, you know, the bumper car place. Yeah. Uh, the, the name of the place is called, uh, it's called Bumpin' Uglies. Oh, and no. It's, uh, a, it's the biggest bumper car attraction in California. Probably on the West Coast. It's giant, dude. They, they have like a like one track. It is um, basically like a uh, a small version, like like to scale version of um, Forrest Gump, like running across America. You know? No, I don't. I, I don't know what that means. So this is, is like this is a bumper. This is a bumper car place, but it's also like car races and stuff. So like that's like a track that you go on. You can also like bump people while you're on there if you want. It's it's considered bad form, but people do it. So I I'm just I'm just re-experiencing Forrest Gump through bumper cars. Yeah. And uh, that it kind sucks. Of, it kind of brings back memories, man. It brings back memories of the uh, you remember when you saw um Forrest Gump in theaters? I saw it with my cousins and my mom and my brother. You also had a, a buddy who came with you, uh, a guy named uh Larry Downs. Oh no! And uh, you guys uh, went and you saw it, and you were like laughing really hard. You loved the movie. You laughed. You cried. You you you, you Who grew didn't? it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was you. It was a powerful experience. It's a great movie. A powerful theatrical experience. And uh, you and uh, your bud, uh, you guys, you and Larry, uh, you guys like had to pee so bad. Uh. But you want you held it because you're like you really liked the movie a lot. You know what I mean? There was some stuff you didn't get. Like you know, you were like, "Who the hell is you know? Who's he showing his butt to? Who's LBJ?" Yeah, yeah. At one point, you're like, uh, you like you kind of like you're not really following what's going on, and kind of you just go out of nowhere really loudly. You just go, "Oh, she has AIDS." Everyone's oh, like, man. and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> well, that's uh, awfully crass of me. You didn't mean anything by it. You were just sure. like, you just suddenly realized, oh, fuck, that's what's going on. Yeah, she has AIDS. Yeah. So anyway, so um, you guys, like, when the students movie is done, you run to the men's room. Unfortunately, there is a line out the door. Okay. Uh, like, in um, Dupo, Illinois, really, really su- liked and supported uh, the Forrest Gump film. <laughs> okay, okay. They were named uh, the the town that loved Forrest Gump the most. You know what? I can see that. Um, as uh, they, that they won like uh, the official title of that, and as a thank you, uh, the cinematographer came to like give a, a talk about what it meant. You know, make the making of the film, how to be a cinematographer, how to like you know um, succeed in film. No one shows up, so you're like wow. uh, this. You're in this long line, and uh, you're like, ah, damn it, you have to pee so bad. So. Yeah. Uh, so you and Larry Downs run outside, and you run uh-huh. like beh- behind the movie theater and just start taking f- fat piss. Yeah, we're kids. Yeah, it's it's not like you know it's whatever. And then, um, like ten seconds into your piss sesh, suddenly like you became aware of like this weird noise above you, like a dunk, 
junk junk noise and you go what the heck and you look up and there's a flying saucer oh god and the bottom opens up and like a tractor beam hits uh, larry downs and like pulls him up into the uh the spaceship he, he like the pee goes everywhere dude <laughs> he's still pissing he's pissing he's still, all over me yeah god damn it and so you're like you're like oh no and then like he gets like brought into the uh, the the flying saucer and right yeah. before the doors close you just hear um oh he's still pissing <laughs> it flies away you're oh, like holy shit that sucks so you'll always remember uh seeing Forrest Gump like yeah. wait when you when you see Forrest Gump you remember like you know, the fact that you had like a, a large uh, Coke and had to pee real bad. Then, of course, you remember how great the movie was and the weird, you know, abduction of your friend. No, Pat, that's the first thing I think about. I'm not thinking about a large Coke or how good the fucking <laughs> movie was. I'm thinking about how I saw my best friend get abducted and he pissed all over me. It was and the I coldest heard, Coke you ever had in your life. It was hot piss all over my face, you know, and then I had to hear I had to hear a, the voice of an alien. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not thinking about Forrest Gump. Uh, years later, like you actually like uh, go back home one time and uh, you walk into like uh, a bar and grill, just a little pub to get something to eat. And you actually like see you bump into Larry like he's at the bar. There's like seven empty shot glasses in front of him. Jesus Christ. And he turns and sees you and you guys kind of like make eye contact and you go, Larry. And he looks at you and he goes. Aaron, you ruined me. How the fuck? I didn't do anything to you. He just walks out. Oh, oh fuck. I, I feel bad for him. He's clearly had like a, tra- a traumatic experience. I want to like flag him down. He's wearing, wanna... a sh- he's wearing a shirt that says you have no idea what I've been through. <laughs> <laughs> he just like wears that. And like when he gets in arguments at bars, he just points at it when he's like in arguments with people. Yeah. Does it work? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's get his, his get his ass kicked. Yeah, sometimes he wins, but he, he usually loses. Like like if he's not too drunk, he usually wins. But that hasn't uh, been the case for quite some time with with old Larry. He's, Larry's clearly processing stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so you're uh, you're at Bumpin' Uglies, and you're just thinking about you know the Forrest Gump and this alien abduction. I would think about that every day for the rest of my life. If I saw so my best friend get abducted, oh, and he pissed all over me. Let's not keep glossing over that. The shirt that you were wearing oh, come on. smelled like piss for like the rest of the time that you owned it. I'm like you it washed out. it. You yeah, eventually you did that. You washed it so many times it still didn't work. After you the th- first wash, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep washing that shirt, Pat. Yeah. It's got my abducted friend's piss in its DNA at this point. That's how deep that smells in there. I'm not getting it out, I'm throwing it away. <laughs> The trash can you throw it into smells like piss for the rest of the time that you have it. Son of a bitch. What? Why? Why is his piss so pungent? You have to ask him, but I, I doubt he'd I would tell ask him. him that. You'd say that to him as he like walked out? And, well, that's not the first thing I'd say, but that's like one thing I would say to him at some point. I'd want to have a conversation with him. He just kind of the fuck happened to you. He just kind of like blew past you when he yelled out about the piss. He just like did two double middle fingers. And as he walked out of the bar, he saw some guy and he just goes, you're not so tough. And like walks towards him. You're not really certain what happened to him after that. You kind of lost track. But why wouldn't I I follow him? He was my best friend. And I saw him get abducted by aliens and he pissed all over me. I'm going to follow him. 
normally you would uh so you go you outside normally you would just stay inside and be like i'm just gonna mind my business but you go you know what no i gotta go make things right so you walk outside and um you open the door and uh you see him just like sitting on a curb yeah you walk over and you go dude like i'm so sorry that this happened to you like i i don't know you know, it's not really my fault, but if you hadn't come with me, then I guess that wouldn't have happened. But I, 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 I feel real bad, man, and I, I feel like your life has been stolen from you. And he looks up and he goes, thanks, Aaron. That means a lot. And then uh, the clouds part and uh, another uh, flying Christ. saucer comes over and a tractor beam hits him and he goes, oh, my God. And he just starts pissing everywhere. Dude. No, no. So you're kind of like, good. Again? So, anyway, so do I get kinda, covered in piss? <laughs> dude, from head to toe. Are you fucking kidding me, Pat? You learn your lesson at this point. You just like go and buy an entirely new outfit. You get rid of like the clothing that you have. Yeah, you know what I mean? That sucks. Yeah. So anyway, so you're back at, you start at Bump and Uglies and you kind of think all that stuff and you're like, huh, what a life this has been. And then uh, sudden, suddenly um, Megan uh, like kind of like cuts you off yeah. and she, and she goes like, and she kind of turns and you go like, Hey, and she turns around and, and like kind of wags her finger at you. Like, nah, and she's like, I play to win boys. And then you're like, huh? And then um, she's looking at you and talking. So she's not paying attention and she ends up going off the course and she lands in a nearby lake of fire and dies. So, um, why, why, why is there a lake of fire, Pat? Is this like a super extreme place? Is it like a, like bump at your own risk kind of place? It's a, it's a, it's a, just a naturally occurring phenomenon. Are you fucking kidding me? So you're kind of like, holy shit. Uh, so people are kind of mad at you about that. Why are they mad at me? I didn't drive her into a fucking lake, Pat. Yeah. But some, you know, some say you were distracting her. Like, I'm not saying you are guilty. I'm just telling you that this is you know, the deal. So you're going to go to court soon for that. So you're kind of like, ah, damn it. So you need to get a day job. So, um, you end up going, uh, you get a job with this guy. Yeah. You're, uh, an assistant. Okay. His name, his name is, uh, Dr. Kurt powers. Dr. Kurt powers. What is, what does he do? I use a cryptozoologist. Okay. So um, he's kind of into like, you know. What do I do for him? You say I'm an assistant. Does that just mean I'm like like a personal assistant or am um, I like. You answer phones. You help him organize stuff. Okay. Uh, you type. He kind of like sometimes gives dictations to you. Like no one ever calls this guy. So it's not like you ever have to like emails him or anything. So it's like yeah. you just kind of sit there. And then every once in a while, he'll dictate to you um, something to write down, like a letter or something like that. He writes a lot of letters uh, to like corporations and stuff. What do you mean to corporations? Like he doesn't use Yelp. So instead of Yelping, he just sends like his review directly to them. Some of them are some of them are like he has a pretty good point. Some of them, he's clearly the asshole in the story and has no idea. I would tell him like, hey, there's a thing that we could do this very easily and you wouldn't have to pay postage. You know, we could just do it. You can share your experience. I don't want to go to the fucking post office all the time, you know? I'm sure you don't, but you do. So 
you end up uh, working for him. Um, he kind of works in like this weird part of town. Uh, it's called Sawville. Yeah. Sawville is c- kind of an odd place. Um, uh, the cats there uh, bark like dogs. Yeah. The dogs speak fluent Japanese. <laughs> yeah. It's a sort of like a, an odd spot, you know? Yeah. It sounds and, very strange. And so uh, you work in there with uh, Dr. Kurt Powers. And uh, you're kind of like, and like, he's a nice enough guy. Like, he's clearly a little batty. You know how, what I mean? How much am I making? Um, You go there three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. From 10 to 6, you have hour lunch. Um, he pays you um, 25 bucks an hour. How far is it from where I live? You're not really sure. How long is my commute? You're, you're not really certain. So the only way to get to Sawville is to uh, follow the Black Star. And so um, you follow the Black Star, and sometimes it seems like it's several hours. Sometimes it seems like it's instantaneous. Sometimes it's like, you know, five minutes. You're not really certain. All when you know. I, when, when do I leave my house in the morning? You leave uh, usually around like 930. And I get there on time? 10 o'clock on the dot. Okay. Okay. Well, that's fine. If you get there a minute early, you wait until 10 o'clock. You just like been really into being punctual lately. Okay. okay. That's dumb. So I mean, not, you, not punctuality, but the yeah. waiting one minute. You Well, you know, you think to yourself, your personal motto, if you're late, that's not great. And if you're early, just wait. So uh, you kind of just fucking <laughs> sucks, Pat. What do you mean? If you're late, it's not great. If you're early, just wait. Yeah, it's the thing that you say. It rhymes, so you remember it. You you mutter it to yourself as you're waiting for that one minute. That sucks so bad. So uh, ten o'clock on the dot, you get there, and yeah. uh, it's a pretty easy job. Like I said, yeah, like I said, he's mostly just dictates stuff, or you sure. just. Uh, run errands and, and, and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, the only problem is that neighborhood kids like to fuck with this guy. So what they'll do is they'll like, uh, if they find like a, a dead bird lying around or whatever, sure. Um, they'll tape like an extra set of like paper wings to it and drop it off on his front doorstep. And okay. when he opens the door in the morning, he's like, holy shit, what is this? And he like tries to figure it out. And like, they, they're just constantly doing stuff like that. And him. he just doesn't get it. He he's never just, gets it. He's easily fooled. He is so easily fooled by these goddamn kids, dude. And like one day you see him out in the in the in the town because you're going to get uh, pick up some lunch for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he asked for thirty five walnuts, <laughs> and so you went out to get that. And like you saw those kids hanging out in the town square, and you look and you look at them, and you go like, "Would you say anything to him?" I mean, you're the kids picking on your boss. Yeah, I probably would. I mean, it, it, do I like this guy? I mean, look, for all his weirdness, he's a pretty fun guy. Like, like he's a guy who is hilarious, but has no idea he's hilarious. You know what I mean? So sometimes he'll say stuff to you and you're like, oh, my God, you're being serious. You know what I mean? But he like he treats me well as an employee. Oh, and- yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a great boss. Yeah. Then, yeah, I think I would. What would you say? I think I would go, hey, you guys, I work for uh, what's his, Mr. Summers. Powers. Powers. Uh, Kurt Powers. Say, I work for Kurt Powers. 
uh, and I see that you guys like screw with him a lot. Um, he's a really nice man who's just easily fooled. Like, could you not do that? He's he's like a. It's, it's mean, and he's like a good person. You know, yeah, he's like weird and eccentric, but that doesn't give you know the you the right to like be cruel to him. So you say it to them, and they they kind of like look at you, and they're like, you know what. You're right. They're like, um, sorry. You know, we're just, I guess we just thought it was funny. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's funny. Yeah. Um, you walk uh, back in uh, to his uh, to his house and he's like, oh, hey, Aaron, thanks for the walnuts. Then he's like, oh, my God, what is that on your shoulder? And you go, what? And you look down and they had taken like a um, a uh, lizard. Yeah. And it's and they like, covered it in bees. Great. A bee goes, covered lizard. And he goes, Oh my gosh, I think I've heard about this. And he like just starts doing research and you're just like, all right. I would say, no, you haven't, Mark. Those kids are fucking with you. There are children who fuck with you every every day. He doesn't respond because his name isn't Mark, it's Kurt. So Sorry, he just thinks you're, he just thinks you're talking to someone else. Sorry. So Kurt. you're hanging out there uh in his house and he had uh, left for the day. He's like, I gotta go. He's like, um I gotta go return some videotapes. And before he, I say, hey, as your assistant, you want me to do that for you? He goes, no, because I'm actually expecting a pretty important phone call. So I need you to stay here. I'd say, okay, before you go, and I would tell him about the interaction with the kids. While I have his attention, I would tell him. He just kind of like laughs and he goes, ah, oh, kids are crazy. He just leaves. Okay. If he's fine getting, if he's fine getting tricked all the time, if he's fine being a gullible fuck, you know? Yeah. Then whatever. He jumps in his car. It's powered by a hamster, like on a wheel. He kind of like, you know, peels off. What? You're like, oh, what a strange day. Yeah. Yeah, Pat. None of this makes any fucking sense. He has a a hamster powered car that that peels out. A single hamster. It runs very fast. But just just one. Yeah. It's all hamster. Yeah. The lone hamster. And so uh, you're kind of like, huh, what a, what, a, what a day, you know? And you close the door, and as soon as you close the door, you hear someone knock. What do you do? I look through the people, or? Standing there are, uh, like, some kind of, like, uh, figures, but it's hard to see because it gets pretty dark in Sawville pretty early, uh, and he doesn't have, like, a, a front light on his porch or nothing. He doesn't, he doesn't Why think would he? He doesn't yeah. think it's welcoming. And so uh, you kind of can't see who they are. They knock again. And this is, I mean, I'm like, are we, ex- are we like a public business? Are we expecting yeah. anybody? Yeah. You're a public business. Then why are just come in? So um, you open the door and uh, in walks four figures. Yeah. The abdominable snowman. Uh-huh. The Yeti. Yeah. Sasquatch, uh huh, Bigfoot, uh huh, and Chet Lighting. And uh, Sasquatch uh, looks at you and he goes, Aaron, we need your help. What do you do? I go, My boss is out, he's returning some movies, he'll be back later. They're like, We don't have time, Aaron. And uh, they go on to explain to you that they're all like uh, cousins, you know what I mean. Uh, and but that one of their cousins, uh, they can't find him. Uh, his name is uh, Link. 
And he, he's, he's he, the missing missing link. There's a link missing. You fucking <laughs> what? Nothing. Go ahead. Keep going. And so they they uh, they go on. Uh, Bigfoot is like, look, listen. Uh, so Link, uh, he went up there. Uh, went up on on top of Mount. Uh, fuck. And <laughs> it's a nearby mountains in Sawfilm. <laughs> yeah. And they go, and we can't find him anywhere. And then Chet Lightning goes, "We need your help, Aaron. No, I'm Chet Lightning. No, you need to talk to my boss." That he would kill for this kind of experience. Um, I wouldn't feel right taking it for, out from underneath him in his place of business. And I don't like Chet Lightning at all. The Yeti says, look, Aaron, you no. don't get it. He goes, look, the doctor, he's pretty old. And if he sees us, I think he's going to have a heart attack. We have to do it now. He also, gets tricked every single day. His heart's probably in great shape. Well, it probably isn't from all the tricking. And so uh, basically they're like, look, we, we don't know where he is. We're pretty sure he's, he's lost. We need your help, Aaron. I'm not, I'm not a guy who climbs mountains. Mm-hmm. I'm not a guy who is good in the wild. Yeah. I'm not, I, I possess no exceptional physical or mental attributes. And no, so the, I, like, I don't. So the abominable snowman goes on to say that if you do, in fact, help them, they will grant your boss the exclusive interview with the the wacky brothers they call themselves. Oh. Chet Lightning goes, "It's an inside joke, Aaron." God, I hate I hate Chet. No, I'm not I'm doing Chet it. Chet Lightning. I'm not doing it. Why? I'm not going to go hunt down the missing link on Mount Fuck. Okay. They, uh, Sasquatch, That's what you're asking me to do. Sasquatch also says that they'll uh pay off the uh the lawsuit from uh bumping uglies what do you do what do they want me to do they're like i, I they get want- real, i get pissed off because these guys just show up and they ask me to do something that sounds very hard and they don't explain it at all so they these guys explain they go look what do they tell me they're like uh it's we we're not allowed to go up camp fuck there's like it's a whole like magical curse thing it's a very long story we simply don't have enough time to get into it they need you to uh kind of backpack up the mountain to the top it's probably about a day's travel uh, not, not not like 24 hours but i mean like in a day with you stopping and resting and shit you can get there in a, a few hours and they basically and they go we just need you to follow the trail let us know if you see anything suspicious or if you find him. You know what I mean? If you find him, bring him home. And then Sasquatch. How goes, the fuck we- am I going to bring home the missing link? How do, they, how do they expect me to bring him home? So they all look at each other and they nod. And um, they all take out take off a necklace. And each necklace, when you, when you put them together, they fit like a uh, they fit into, into each other and they form like a shape. Yeah. Uh, shape. And there's only one. Uh, piece of it missing and so they go show him this sacred shape and he'll know that you are our friend and mean him no harm the shape is a is um it's a bass guitar 
That sucks so bad. Jesus five, Christ. Five-string bass guitar, though. Oh, cool. I'm glad it's a five-string bass guitar. It's signed by Jaco Pistorius. Great. Gunned down in his prime. Or stabbed. No, he... No. Wasn't he stabbed? Well, no, he, he, got be- he got beat up and he died real bad. I don't think he was yeah. stabbed. Yeah. Pretty I refuse to believe he was stabbed. But, uh, he wasn't. All right. So... What do you do? How, what, now... How did he get up there if they can't go there? They go, it's a different curse. He's, you know, Link is a little bit different from us in that regard. This fucking sucks so bad. But yeah, I go. If they're going to pay that shit off, I, I pack a bag. And, the, and then Jet Lightning goes, plus a little extra. I, I look at them and I go, you guys have to give me a gun. I need a gun. They, to, defend, uh, to defend myself. If I'm going to go sure. climb a mountain, you know, what so if there's get, like a cougar or something? Sure. No. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that makes sense. And they go, here you go. And they give you like this backpack. It has supplies. There's a, a gun in it. There's like a bunch of flares. Yeah. Um, there is a, a pretty badass looking knife. Okay. You look at it and you think about stabbing Jocko Pistorius. God. No, I don't, Pat. Just for a second. Uh, there's a bunch of like, uh, like winter clothing and stuff like that. Um, you're pretty set as far as supplies goes. There's some canteens of water. Uh, there's some uh, peanut butter uh, sandwiches. Yeah. You think to yourself, it's peanut butter jelly time. Then I would take this magical backpack full of gear and I would dress for the occasion and I would go to Mount Fuck. So you, you go to Mount Fuck and uh, you walk up. And honestly, it's kind of pleasant. Like you almost forget what you're doing, like why you're there rather. You're just kind of walking around and, um, you know, you see a bunch of co- like beautiful flowers and, and sure. animals and stuff. Uh, you yeah. see, a, you see a squirrel with a big old dick. He winks at you. He <laughs> yeah. knows, dude. Like he knows. Yeah. 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 He's a flying squirrel. You see him fly away. His dick just flopping in the breeze. Like a, like a rudder. Yeah, dude. And you come around the corner and sitting at a campfire. It's hard to explain what this guy looks like, but basically it's almost like he's half ape, half man. Yeah, is he like fully hairy? Yeah. He's playing a Nintendo Switch. It's portable, he, you know? What's he, he playing? Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. He's terrible at it. Okay. I mean, why yeah, why wouldn't he be? Um, and he's kind of sitting there and he looks up and he sees you and he goes, <gasps> I show him I show him the bass guitar. Signed by the late stabbed to death, Jaco Pistorius. He looks at it. He looks at you. And he goes, uh, duh, those are my friends. Yeah. Uh, you want to come with, they're looking for you. You want to come with me? He goes, gosh. And he goes, is it a yes? And he goes, I wish someone had told me. (laughs) What do you mean? And he goes, he goes, I'll be right back. And he, uh, he goes behind the woods. Like, he's clearly going to go pee. He goes, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> Gosh. Guy's kind of an idiot. So he goes uh, behind a tree, and he just, he just you know, starts pissing. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of, like, sitting there. And suddenly, you kind of, like, look up the trail out yeah. uh, Mount Fuck. Yeah. And standing there is this guy. He's a... Uh, He's wearing a, a black suit. There's a, a a red L over his heart. Yeah. His face uh, has a giant uh, skull tattoo on it. 
Oh. And, and he goes, hello, Aaron. I'm Victor Cross. And he goes, I'm head of the uh, cryptozoology unit of the Lanolax Corporation. Yeah. He goes, uh, do you have a minute? Um, kind of in the middle of something. What? What's up? He goes, so... I've also photographed this thing at this point, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have documentation of it. And I sent an email out. To who? Uh, I would send it to my boss, and I would send it to... Uh, I'd send it to a journalist, like a newspaper. And I would send it to... I'd be afraid to send it to other people out of fear of like retribution. You sure. Know, like, but um, I would notify. Yeah, I'd send it to. Sure. I would tweet it out, you know. So take, take a video of him you, taking a piss. Okay. So you do all that. And then uh, Victor Cross is kind of like staring at you and he goes, look, Aaron, be honest with me. Have you seen anything kind of strange? Yeah. 100% I have. Yeah. That's why I'm here. He goes, what do you mean? He takes out like a pad and like a, you know, like a pen. I go, look, a lot of weird shit in the woods, man. That's what I tell him. And he goes, could you be a little more specific? I said, I saw this squirrel. And this squirrel, it was a flying squirrel. And this squirrel had a huge dick. And it winked at me. He's like, he writes it all down. He's like, and he's like laughing. He's like, that is fucking weird, dude. Man, it was and big. He goes, uh, cool. He goes, anything else? Uh, no, I can't confirm anything else at this point. I'm Maybe not going like to, I'm not going to give him up. No. You know? He goes, what about like, 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 like a Bigfoot or, or a Sasquatch? You, you haven't seen anything like that. Have you? No, Bad? I haven't seen, I haven't seen a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch. He goes, because I'll tell you the Lanolax corporation would pay you top dollar for something like that okay if i come across a bigfoot or a sasquatch he goes here's my card uh you know we'll give you a million for each one that you turn in and he hands you his card it says uh victor cross it's on a piece of uh like the card is just like a, a rainbow color all throughout okay and he goes just let me know aaron he winks at you he turns into a rainbow and goes like Pew! and like flies away okay it's almost like he slingshot of the way. Sure. <coughs> Link comes out from behind the uh, the woods. Yeah. And he goes, dude, that was quite a piss. Yeah. And he goes, it sounds like it. Let's go. And so uh, you go back to. Uh, I give him a PB and J. I go, you hungry? He goes, starving. <laughs> I reach in. I give him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. How many are in there? Um, There's five. I give him two. Just in case he, we might get we might get one another one a little further down. He gobbles them down and he's yeah. like he goes, Dude, that was delicious. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. Hey. My pleasure. So uh you walk down and um take him back to uh Dr. Kurt Powers' place. Yeah. Uh all of the rest of them are there. And they're like, "Oh, Link, we were so we were so scared. Don't ever do that again." And they all like hug. Yeah. And then uh, they turn to you, and they're like, "Well, we are men of our word. Well, not quite men, but you know what I'm talking about." I would tell them about Victor Cross. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say? I would say there's a man from the Landlines Corporation hunting you guys. 
He offered me a million dollars a piece for each one of you. And they go, <gasps> did you tell him? I did not. Jet Lightning goes, thanks, brother. I want to tell him about Chet Lightning so bad because I want whatever they're going to do to happen to Chet Lightning. You, but he's uh, just like a dude, right? Yeah. So that it doesn't, yeah. But uh, so you kind of think that to yourself, uh, the card, you put the card in your pocket, it almost for a second feels like heavy in your pocket. Sure. And then they go, oh, thanks, Aaron. And then uh, they go, well, the money is in your bank account. Um, and we're just going to wait here for uh, your boss to come back. And you go like, you're like, all right, well, thanks, guys. And they go, thank you. And then uh, you open the door and uh, you're immediately shot in the forehead. What the fuck? Why? Victor Cross is standing there. He's the Why next- doesn't he give me a fucking chance? Why doesn't he give me an opportunity to say, hey, to go outside and call him and go, yep, they're <laughs> all there. I'd like $4 million, please. And kill Chet Lightning. Please bull- kill Chet Lightning. The bullet goes straight through the back of your head. Great. Almost like it like it, for a second, it almost feels good. It's like smooth. Yeah. It's like it's and uh, you go, whoa. And then um, he uh, kicks your head and it goes flying off. Great. Uh, good. Your head like it like bounces around from uh, wall to wall. And eventually it goes like flying out the window um, down. There's a, a lake by uh, kind of nearby the property. Yeah. And it's, it's called Lake Titty Kaka. And um, there's uh, these two like a uh, there is a Lake Titicaca, Pat. Is it yeah. by Lake Titicaca? It's Lake Titicaca too. <laughs> the sequel. Back for more. That's the name of it. Lake Titicaca too. Back for more. And so uh, it lands in the middle. There's like these two lovebirds, and it la- the guy is like right about to propose, and he goes, he takes out the uh, the ring, and he goes, "Darling, will you marry me?" And then uh, the head lands like on his on hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, like he got, and like, it, like the neck lands on his hand, so his head is stuck on his like fist for a while, and they both yeah. scream for hours. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that makes complete sense. You don't know what happens to uh, to everybody, to the Yeti and all them, but it probably isn't good. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. So you're dead. Great. This fucking sucks. Like so many others before you. Yeah. Fuck you. Ha, <laughs>